Hey, everybody. Oh, boy. Well, we're bringing you something a little bit different this week. Just a little bit different. Uh, Next week, back to our regular programming. But for this week, what I want you to do, no matter where you are, even if if you're at work or in a car, you know, leave work, pull over if you're in a car, or just go home and restart this at home. And once you're at home, I want you to get into a comfortable chair. Maybe maybe get a tea or some kind of a hot chocolate. Maybe a, a whiskey if, you, if you'd like, if it's late enough in the day or if it's just that kind of a day. A blankie. Ooh, maybe a weighted blankie. Mmm, dim the lights. Maybe start an oil diffuser or a candle, if you will. In fact, if you start a fire if you can. Not not like start a fire in your home if you don't you know, don't light fire to your home, but if you have a fireplace, start a fire in there. You know, I'll wait. I'll wait. Or you wait. You pause this podcast and you go make a fire, okay? Done? Good. So now that you're settled, you sit back down and you relax, kick your shoes off, put your feet up. Close your eyes. Without further ado, I bring you Click Clack the Rattle Bag by Neil Gaiman. Before you take me up to bed, will you tell me a story? Do you actually need me to take you up to bed? I asked the boy. He thought for a moment. Then, with intense seriousness... Yes, actually, I think you do. It's because of... uh, I've finished my homework, and... So, it's my bedtime, and I am a bit scared. Not very scared, just a bit. But it is a very big house, and lots of times the lights don't work. And it's a sort of dark. I reached over and tussled his hair. I can understand that, I said. It is a very big house, he nodded. We were in the kitchen, where it was light and warm. I put down my magazine on the kitchen table. What kind of story would you like me to tell you? Well, he thought. I don't think it should be too scary, because then, when I go up to bed, I will just be thinking about monsters the whole time. But if it isn't just a little bit scary, then I won't be interested. And you make up scary stories, don't you? I know, she says that's what you do. She exaggerates. I write stories, yes. Nothing that's been published yet, though. And I write lots of different kinds of stories. But you do write scary stories? Yes. The boy looked up at me from the shadows by the door where he was waiting. Do you know any stories about Click Clack the Rattlebag? I don't think so. Those are the best sorts of stories. Do they tell them at your school? He shrugged. Sometimes. What's a Click Clack the Rattlebag story? He was a precocious child and was unimpressed by his sister's boyfriend's ignorance. 
He could see it on his face. Everybody knows them. I don't, I said, trying not to smile. He looked at me as if he were trying to decide whether or not I was pulling his leg. He said, I think maybe you should take me up to my bedroom and then you can tell me a story before I go to sleep. But a not very scary story because I'll be up in my bedroom then. And it's actually a bit dark up there, too. I said, Shall I leave a note for your sister telling her where we are? You can, but you'll hear when they get back. The front door is very slammy. We walked out of the warm and cozy kitchen into the hallway of the big house, where it was chilly and drafty and dark. I flicked the light switch, but nothing happened. The bulb's gone, the boy said. That always happens. Our eyes adjusted to the shadows. The moon was almost full, and blue-white moonlight shone in through the high windows on the staircase down into the hall. We'll be all right, I said. Yes, said the boy soberly. I'm very glad you're here. He seemed less precocious now. His hand found mine, and he held on to my fingers comfortably, trustingly, as if he'd known me all his life. I felt responsible and adult. I did not know if the feeling I had for his sister, who was my girlfriend, was love, not yet, but I liked that the child treated me as one of the family. I felt like his big brother, and I stood taller. And if there was something unsettling about the empty house, I would not have admitted it for worlds. The stairs cracked beneath the threadbare stair carpet. Click-clacks, said the boy, are the best monsters ever. Are they from television? I don't think so. I don't think any people know where they come from. Mostly they come from the dark. Good place for a monster to come. Yes. We walked along the upper corridor in the shadows, walking from patch of moonlight to patch of moonlight, It really was a big house. I wished I had a flashlight. They come from the dark, said the boy, holding onto my hand. I think probably they're made of dark. And they come in when you don't pay attention. That's when they come in. And then they take you back to their... Not nests... What's a word that's like nests, but not? House? No, it's not a house. Lair? He was silent. Then, I think that's the word, yes. Lair. He squeezed my hand. He stopped talking. Right, so they take the people who don't pay attention back to their lair. And what do they do then? Your monsters. Do they suck all the blood out of you like vampires? He snorted. Vampires don't suck all the blood out of you. They only drink a little bit just to keep them going and, you know, flying around. Click-clacks 
are much scarier than vampires. I'm not scared of vampires, I told him. Me neither. I'm not scared of vampires either. Do you want to know what click clacks do? They drink you, said the boy. Like a Coke? Coke is very bad for you, said the boy. If you put a tooth in Coke, in the morning it will be dissolved into nothing. That's how bad Coke is for you and why you must always clean your teeth every night. I'd heard that Coke story as a boy and had been told as an adult that it wasn't true, but was certain that a lie which promoted dental hygiene was a good lie, and I let it pass. Click clacks drink you, said the boy. First, they bite you, and then you go all ishy inside, and all your meat and all your brains and everything except your bones and your skin turns into a wet, milkshakey stuff. And then the click-clack sucks it out through the holes where your eyes used to be. That's disgusting, I told him. Did you make it up? We'd reached the last flight of stairs, all the way into the big house. No. I can't believe you kids make up stuff like that. You didn't ask me about the rattle bag, he said. Right. What's the rattle bag? Well, he said sagely, soberly, a small voice from the darkness beside me. Once you're just bones and skin, they hang you up on a hook and you rattle in the wind. So... What do these click-clacks look like? Even as I asked him, I wish I could take the question back and leave it unasked. I thought, huge spidery creatures. Like the one in the shower that morning. I'm afraid of spiders. I was relieved when the boy said, They look like what you aren't expecting. What you aren't paying attention to. We were climbing wooden steps now. I I held onto the railing on my left, held his hand with my right as he walked beside me. It smelled like dust and old wood that high in the house. The boy's tread was certain, though, even though the moonlight was scarce. Do you know what story you're going to tell me to put me to bed? He asked. It doesn't actually have to be scary. Not really. Maybe you could tell me about this evening. Tell me what you did. That won't make much of a story for you. My girlfriend just moved into a new place on the edge of town. She inherited it from an aunt or something. It's very big and very old. I'm going to spend my first night with her tonight, so... I've been waiting for an hour or so for her and her housemates to come back with the wine and Indian takeout. See? said the boy. There was that precocious amusement again. But all kids can be insufferable sometimes when they think they know something you don't. It's probably good for them. You know all that, but you don't think. 
You just let your brain fill in the gaps. He pushed open the door to the attic room. It was perfectly dark now, but the opening door disturbed the air and I heard things rattle gently, like dry bones in thin bags in the slight wind. Click-clack, click-clack, like that. I would have pulled away then if I could, but small, firm fingers pulled me forward, unrelentingly, into the dark. Cool! Ha-ha! Spooky! Okay, that was... Click Clack the Rattleback by Neil Gaiman. Read by yours truly. Everyone, what a spooky scare. What what a tender little friend. And I don't mean the boy in the story, I mean the story itself. A tender friend that can be by your side in a spooky night. Oh, wow. Well, I hate children, that's for sure. Anyway, guys, that's the tale for you today. Um, Did you like it? Do you want me to keep doing this? Would you like a little a little snack of a story, some baby tenders like this? Uh, yeah, do you want a little chicken tender of a story every now and again? You let me know. You let us know by emailing us. That's spiritpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on the Spirit Pod on Twitter and the Spirit Podcast on Instagram. Uh, let us know or just comment on the Instagram post that we put up for this one. Um, you know, I, I sure have fun doing these and I know that there are countless ghost stories to be told. So if you like it, if you like a a little tale, then you tell me and I'll give you more. Okay. More of these baby tendies. So my tip is don't trust children. We'll see you next week. I love you and I'll see you in hell. Bye.